Welcome to season two of Two Girls Shooting the Shit with M and Mo. This year, we're working on that energy. Join us as we talk midlife discoveries, spiritual awakenings, pursuing passions, reconnecting with the goddess within, and a whole bunch of other shit. Make sure to follow our socials and join us on Instagram Live Tuesday nights, YouTube Live Thursday nights. If you're looking for bonus content, episode archives, or just another way to connect with us, check us out on Patreon. Thanks for all the love and support. Now let's get to it. This topic, I have a lot of feelings about it. Um, just, a, just a lot of fucking feelings, man. I don't <laughs> like, even, like, I tried to, you know it. I kept pushing, like, I didn't want to talk about it. Hey Mo. Hi Em. How's it going? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, I feel like there's some stuff we need to talk about today. Yes. Uh, what are we talking as much about? As, as much as we hate talking about race, Ugh. we always come back to race. Always. There's no yes. escape. No. Literally no escape. No. So I told I you I'm, I'm back on I'm back on my news stuff. Um, and there's something that's been in the news for over a year. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, longer than that, but I feel like it really took up, you know, picked up speed or whatever. And it's this, this CRT nonsense. You have some feelings about it? Yeah. What is CRT? Okay. CRT what, stands for. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. Critical race th- theory. I don't really know what it is. It's just basically telling people how race impacted laws, laws. and society. <laughs> yeah. And people. It's Here's just- the thing. Here's the thing is it's not taught in K through 12 schools. Mm-hmm. That is a, As legal, a thing. Uh, right. Yeah. That is a legal area of, of study and, and interest. It mm-hmm. has a lot to do. I mean, we went to law school. I wasn't specifically taught CRT. Same. Um, I took as an elective race in the law. Um, and even then it wasn't CRT. Um, yep. formally CRT, the framework, who, who was it that, that came up with it? I think you were just saying, Oh, I don't know. Name. She came up with it, but that woman, uh, she's known for Kimberly something. Yeah. Uh, she's known for critical race. Teaching? Like everything I l- looked up, she was uh, associated she was with it like, or something. Yeah. Kimberly Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. And so I think she was one of the first people to like give it a word like give it a meaning like this critical race Uh theory thing but I don't even it's like we talked about this before but I just still don't understand how people are so upset about it when the nature of teaching history of America is teaching racism I mean you don't even have to do it intentionally you could just take the name out and and you're still teaching it it was unfair yeah well here's you're gonna go through the laws and you're gonna go through like we talked about this in history class you're gonna go through all these things that happened there's no escape how do you explain jim crow without explaining racism and 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 unfair treatment of people how do you or do you or are you not teaching it there is okay you're glossing over it girl so i was i woke up one morning and i was on youtube researching stuff like w- mm. watching videos and documentaries and there's a lot on there there's a lot of people who are against crt yeah, so many people 
No, but there was this couple and I, I really appreciated this. And I wish that more of the world worked this way. They brought in some, some people who are well-versed in CRT and at, it was a married couple and they were just asking questions and they were like in Tennessee or something. And they're saying, Hey, we, we aren't on board with it, but we don't fully understand it. Let's have a conversation. And I was like, this mm -hmm. is beautiful. Like, let's have a conversation. And it was a very open, honest, di respectful dialogue. So we need. And so I, that's what started off my YouTube, you know, rabbit hole, whatever. And then I found a CBS special um, and it, they, they highlighted, it was like the, the trials of critical race theory or something. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and one of them showed, it showed this group called Moms for Liberty. And it's a whole bunch of moms that are just angry about CRT. They don't want their white children to feel bad about things they're learning in school. And so there was a book that talked about um, MLK and it was one of those like first step readers, something for like a second grader, right? Easy mm -hmm. words. And she read it and she said, this was pulled because they, they had pulled it. They asked the school district to pull it because it said, although they were no longer slaves, they still were not treated fairly. And she said, that makes white kids feel bad. And so they said, that's not appropriate for like a second grader to read. What is this feel bad stuff? So you mean to tell me it's okay to teach the slavery? You how you think that's gonna make the black kid feel? Yeah, it's you were happened. you were three fifths of a person. Yeah, it's happened. It's a, it is an event. It's happened in time. The way you process the feelings, maybe that's something you need to learn as a parent is how to help your child process feelings. But because that's what black families learn. have to do, they have right? to teach them how to process those feelings. We don't have any choice, and that's what made me mad. And I don't know who said it because I can't find the damn quote, but it pissed me off, and it was Oof. like. This guy, it was over the Virginia because, you know, he's doing a whole you can't teach critical race theory and he has a tip line and everything for you to call. But in they're and, not teaching critical race theory. I hate that's that. The that's he the doesn't whole, want it, to, he, he does, that, it sounds like they just don't want you to talk about race in school or don't even teach history that has anything to do with race. And how is that going to be? Because that's so ingrained in our history. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to do that? So they even have a tip line and everything. But it was something along the lines of we don't want these kids made to feel bad. And it's like, then don't make the them feel bad, feel? but don't make it's them feel, make you can teach history in a way that doesn't make people feel bad. This mm -hmm. is not something you white child in my class did. Mm -hmm. This yeah, is not you something you black child in my class did. This mm -hmm. is our history and we are moving past it. We are getting better, but we need to know we started from a bad place and now yeah. we're getting better. And it's up to you, our children, our future to keep us moving in that direction. I mean, there's positive ways to teach this. Say, hey, it's ugly. We have an ugly past. Terrible, mm -hmm. terrible things were, were happening back then. And we are working towards making it better. Yeah, There's ways to teach it without making people feel bad. But I'm sorry if, if a little white child feels bad to hear that white people enslave black people, then that's on mom and dad at home to tell them, hey, we are not those people. We are better than that. We are working for equality. If that's what you believe, mm -hmm. if that's not what you believe, then maybe I'll need to feel bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. And it's like, is it your guilt? Did you know you're wrong? And you know, you're teaching wrong things at home. And then you don't, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like it's something more. And the fact is, it's not just white and black. It's like everyone, it's they're black people who are really like Candace it. Owens and stuff like that. They're really against I mean, critical race theory. <laughs> but then, but here's, here's the thing is I think they need a tagline or something. So they're calling all racial education or any racism right? education, critical race theory. And it's not. So you sound real stupid when you're not using the proper terminology. You know what I mean? Like they're out there talking about no critical. Yeah. It's not being taught. 
So let's stop arguing about it at school board meetings and stuff. Like nobody is teaching CRT to your kindergartner. Like that's not right. happening. Um, that, that's not happening. But I, I think a bigger thing that I've noticed about this is this is such a glaring example of white privilege that yes. you can protect your small white child mm -hmm. from being confronted baby. with race, being confronted with differences, being confronted with hate. Oh, Whereas horror. a black child, you can't protect a black child from race. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's there. It's, I mean, where are the people up in arms about it. that? Yeah, it pisses me off, to be honest. And it makes me so mad that I can't process it. So I try not to think about it. But it's just like, you have kids, nobody's protecting these black kids who have to hear slavery, like looking at lynchings and slaves. Mm -hmm. And like, nobody wants to see that. And people getting beaten, bitten by dogs and stuff, just so you can have a seat in the classroom. Like, that sucks. And that stuff is emotional and it does stick with you. So if you're a white child looking at that and feeling guilty because you benefited from all of that, then that's something that you and your parents or maybe counselors at school, like they need to make it inclusive if, if you're feeling that way. But that has nothing to do with the content. You still need to be taught it. If you're, yeah, I, mean, gonna repeat, yeah. I mean, they're trying to repeat it pretty much because they're not being <laughs> taught it. If they had their way, we'd all be in shackles. And I, the more the more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking like it's it's, you know, we're just coming off of Black History Month. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's the, the idea that there is a Black History Month. Like, do these, these little white children have questions as to why we have Black History Month? Shouldn't why that be is it odd to you? If you're, you if you're not aware of race, if you're not developmentally mature enough to process race as it has occurred and ha ha how it's happened in our history, then how are you teaching them Black History Month? They're not. Hey, they're we just made little... a special thing and let's talk about yeah. MLK and Rosa Parks for, for three weeks. Let's like, paint paint by numbers MLK and call it a day. Yeah, let's make a, I've seen them. They make little art things with little brown pieces of paper. They make MLK, you know, I, I, I don't understand how they're being taught this because it not. is something they're being taught somehow, you know, like you're being taught that there's a difference. You're being taught that there is, is race, whatever race yeah. is. I mean, there's so no how, how are they being taught? You know what? I'm part of a diversity uh, committee at my daughter's school. And mm -hmm. I think that's a question I might ask. Like, how are they being taught race? It's being taught. How? I want to know what in the classroom, ask what conversations daughter. are happening. I mean, I do, I do ask her, but I, I as part of this committee, I mean, she ain't no one teaching teachers. Nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm teaching her, you oh. know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's, I'm having these discussions with her, mm -hmm. um, but I wonder what discussions are happening in the classroom. Yeah. Um, because it's not just like race isn't just black and white. There's a whole mm -hmm. history of stuff we have at our school. We had a big, big, um, I don't want to call it a controversy, but they celebrate colonial days. Um, <laughs> yes. And there's, oh, well, that, that, that will make the black kids feel bad. There's yes. They had traditional dress and you go, there's a field trip they used to go to, this is fifth grade, field trip they would go to, they would put, they would dress up in clothes of the time. And I remember voicing two years ago when I heard about this, my daughter was in first grade. I said, what do the little black kids wear? Mm -hmm. Like, how do they feel when they go on that trip? They just make you dress like a pilgrim. I remember those days. You just make a but little pilgrim hat with some construction. But they've learned too. about slaves. They know in colonial yeah. times, there were you know, They, they would have this. the kids in some shackles. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I mean, that's, that was what, the, the meeting erupted upon that time. And we were just mm -hmm. like, so what, what are they wearing? What are the black kids wearing? Mm -hmm. How do they feel? You know, 
So it's so tone deaf. It, it's very, and you know what? It's it's a lot of it is well. This is how we've always taught it, but you've been. always been hurting little black and brown children without thought to how you're impacting them. You know, so they and don't care, and I feel and, like and this they're is what oblivious. Makes me so upset. Yeah, it's just like how much time are you gonna beg and beg and beg? It's like you have to do it for the kids. Like you have to fight so that the kids in the future will have a better chance. But at the same time, it's like these people don't care. They might give a little consolation because they have the power to give. And then it comes back again. Like, why are they still having colonial days? What is the celebration there? Yeah. What's the, what are you celebrating? Your history? You can celebrate that at home. But just what's the celebration? Are we are we are we learning about? I think there's a lot of glamorization. Glamorization. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? Glamorizing. Hey, I, I'm feeling it. Glamorization of the inception of this country, which is a beautiful thing because we wouldn't be here had, mm -hmm. you know, people not fled Britain and, and done what they, do, they did. But on the, on the, the amazing um, bravery side of like striking out on your own and all that great stuff that we want to teach the kids, we need mm -hmm. to teach, hey, we killed hella people and took their land. Okay. Children. We killed children. We don't need to teach a first grader that, but they need to know, hey, it wasn't all turkeys and corn at the table with the Indians, the but indigenous people, the whatever you're still killing kids. I don't know what the number is now. Right. And well, we're, we're killing people. And, and we're now uncovering mass graves of, of mm -hmm. native children. You know what I mean? From those times. So it's there is a history. The bomb it's a, it's a, here in there's a reckoning. We yeah. need to have that. We need to know. We need to know that, you know bodies by the hundreds came from mm -hmm. Africa. Many didn't make it. And the then middle passage, it's not you know, like uh, apprenticeship. It was actual chattel no, slavery. Right. And, 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 and the thing that gets me right, is when people are like, Ooh, well, Irish and Italians were slaves too. And it's like, sit down, mm -hmm. have all the seats, please go sit down. Like, this is not your time to try to, I mean, please. I think please. it, honestly, I know this is controversial, but I'm going to say, and I feel like slavery spoiled the black American. I don't know if we're ever going to get it together. The community is in shambles. Spoiled. There's a, there's a lack of, there's a, a strong codependency, a strong need for white approval. I mean, need it for white something that like the fresh and fit stuff we talk. It's like, everything is white based. Like, yeah. even if you try not to, then you're anti, like, it's like, can we just be but everything we How? do is like the sounding board because they're the overseer. They're always going to be the overseer. And even if they're Black Lives Matter or whatever that is, it's like they're still that under. Sometimes those are the worst people I notice in, in my personal interactions. Because on a one on one people? level, yeah, they have the most privilege and they just think that they're doing such a great thing that they don't even know how to treat you like a human being on a one on one basis. And it's like <laughs> this performative stuff's got to stop. It's like people are people. What's the problem? Get people over yourself. Are Let's people now. <laughs> oh, shoot. You and yes. I should get along. So, do you know what? That song is so on point. Mm, 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 mm. Get along so often. Yes. Yeah. I, I have Ooh. just uh, this, this topic. I have a lot of feelings about it. Um, just, a, just a lot of fucking feelings man <laughs> I don't even like I tried to you know it I kept pushing like I didn't want to talk about it and mm. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it but this whole thing that they're trying to spin everything is always a spin it's whatever mm -hmm. I how do I get my result what what tier like 
heartstring can I pull at? What can I pull at to make you make myself get the result I want? Oh, let's put it on the kids. Oh, they're going to be made to feel bad. I have never met a kid who was like, oh, I learned about slavery today. I feel I hate myself for being a white kid. Yeah. Who is internalizing history like that? They don't even care in the first place because their parents probably don't even care. Like I'm generalizing, obviously, but. But what did you learn? I mean, we learned about the Byzantine era. We learned about, right, I mean, we learned about all this stuff. I'm not internalizing the only Aztec. piece, I guess, but you know what? I guess because the piece about slavery stuck with me, obviously. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the piece about owning people and treating them poorly probably does stick. I mean, it's time that it I was stuck definitely called a slave in school when, around yeah. fifth grade, mm-hmm. but it was like, like that's we were terrible. About, I had to say terrible Mo. I didn't care because I knew I wasn't a slave. Like, right, but like, it was still a power piece. It's a power Yeah, play. I didn't get I it. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, That's like the I didn't appre- You got to appreciate, you got to give people power in order for them to leverage it over you. Sometimes, not all times, because sometimes right. power is just absolute. But the kid called me a slave. It stuck with me because I remember, like we learned about Learning slave about and they it. were trying to throw shade. And it was just like- yeah. You look stupid calling me, you know, I'm not a slave. Like I'm right. And also I'm but super but, but logical but, kid. I didn't understand. Like, but that's also one of the only ways they could get to you. Yeah. And, 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 and it shows the feeling of superiority. Mm-hmm. But I feel I just, like I, if you did a survey, a lot of people feel that way. They probably still see us as slaves. When you look at the stuff that's doing well on Broadway or in the movies, they don't want to see us thriving and being regular people with storylines and everything. They want to see us being slaves. But I don't think it's slaves. overt. I don't think it's I don't think it's conscious. It's like, it's subconscious. I don't, I, and I don't know if this is just me trying to be like pure of heart. If you want to be woke, stop investing in slave stuff. (laughs) No, but I feel like this is 2022. People know what's up. Nobody's ignorant out here. And I think that people have good intentions, but it's so ingrained. It's so institutionalized. It's so in every bit of anything that we do read see whatever it's in everything so without realizing that's why you get these microaggressions they are not aware it's a lot of times people are not a, a lot of times people aren't aware though they don't know where certain sayings come from they don't know oh, the history that of it. Stuff, yeah. they don't know they don't know that saying something they may be thinking they're giving you a compliment mm-hmm. and they're not and it's not an intentional disrespect they are just uneducated or ignorant to it because it's just a part of life that's that's how it's always been and it's we're coming to a point now and i think this is why there's so much pushback is you know we don't want crt in school we don't want because it's a change we're making you look at something that you didn't want to look at before whether you knew it was there or not we're making you look hey the words you're using have racial undertone these sayings cakewalk oh it was just a cakewalk stuff like that like that stuff has implicate has has history rooted in racism Mm -hmm. rooted in segregation like you can't just talk any old kind of way you need to know what you're saying you need to know what what you're reinforcing and and people don't want to be told that they don't want the mirror up to their face people just want somebody better than other people i don't know why that's just the human condition let me feel better than other people hey that's some shit I said, ain't that some shit? Oh, ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? Goddamn. (sighs) Y'all, this CRT thing has me feeling some kind of way. And there's one point that I just can't help. I can't wrap my head around it. 
And it's this desire to make sure that children, white children don't feel guilty because of an education about critical race theory or about things that have happened in the past that are race-based. I just don't get it. There's so much, and we all know we're being gaslit, right? We all know this is not the concern, (laughs) you know? I mean, that's called parenting. There are times you're going to learn things that may make you feel icky inside. But who's advocating for the black children who never have a choice, who are getting maced in the face, shot by the government? Who's advocating for them? They don't need to go back in history to feel icky inside, okay? But nobody gives a fuck. And that's the problem. I am so sick of this and I just feel powerless. I have no idea what to do. Who's standing up for those children? Where are the advocates for those children? But no, we're gonna not teach you about a past because we don't want the privileged children to feel bad. It kind of reminds me of an abusive relationship where you tell someone that it never happened because it makes you feel bad and they're trying to blame it on the children. Fuck your feelings, people. Fuck your feelings. This is history. This is what it is. And until you teach it properly, until you teach these children properly, they're just gonna keep repeating it as we see now. I mean, we're a shit show of selfish ass adults here in the United States who hate each other and can't operate and function. This needs to be fixed. I'm not the one to fix it, but this is ridiculous. The petty excuses that they use are a joke and a slap in the face to all the black children out there. I mean, the bottom line is still that that Chris Rock to me, like no, no white man in here would trade places with me and I'm rich. Mm -hmm. And you need to ask why that is. Why? Because your life is not going to you're going to suffer more than it's like we want the path of least path of least resistance. We try to not to suffer as much as possible. And that's why people, it's always, the comedians always make the joke, you know, at least more white people go skydiving and do all these like cliffhanging oh, and jumping yeah. and stuff. Cause it's like, you it need that real. adrenaline. When we get it, we can't walk outside. We're pray as soon as we walk outside, pray to our own people and pray to you. And it's like, damn, you know, like that's enough to make your run flesh just go through the sky. One of the questions I guess I would have for anybody maybe listening to this and not agreeing or not understanding, maybe somebody who's white, who's like, what are these two going on about again or whatever mm-hmm. is, is just the, the idea of, of going through your day without being made aware of, of what you look like on the outside, as far as your race is concerned. Like it's a there's, there's people, there are people, there are athletes who have been roughed up by the police. I remember there was somebody who almost got shot by the cops or maybe was shot by the cops. And he was a professional athlete. Cops threw him on the ground and stuff. And it's like, so it's not money. It really isn't money. It's race. Like it's, it's not because you could be a wealthy black person. They don't know who you are. If they don't know you're Denzel Washington, he's going to get pulled over. That's the problem in the black community. Like that's why it's so much material. And I'm generalizing God. Um, (laughs) You say that every people. You made me sick. Like you can't say nothing. Like you, they try to gaslight you and say that you, your opinion is a lie because of these observations. And it's like, uh, no, these are things that I've seen all around the world. I've seen. Yeah. And it's like, especially in the United States, like racism is different. In other, it's still there. It's yeah. different. It's not the yeah. same. More like here. colorism. Um, yeah. We're here. Other, you yeah. know, it's like black people. You, 
when you meet a lot of black people, it's like always something materialistic is going to be like my car, my material things or something, my education, all of my degrees. I was guilty of that. Like, oh, I got all these degrees. You know, it's like, almost okay, like, Zen when are you waiting? I matter, <laughs> you know, like I matter because I have it. Oh, I don't, it's, you, like, like we always Dr. come to win. Like, you matter as a person, but they're taught. And we just had like the girl, the woman who self-deleted mm-hmm. looked like she had everything on paper. She, the black successful lawyer, um, influenced or journalist you know and well you never know what people are you never know what people are going through so you can check all of those boxes but if society keeps telling you you don't matter you don't matter and I think that was I don't know anything about Black Lives Matter and I look it up and I just still don't understand like half of this stuff like CRT too because it just all seems like stuff to distract and to Mm -hmm. just keep us in chaos all of it both sides and it's just like I'm sick of it can we just live our lives and not have to worry about like I shouldn't have to be like hi I'm Monique I have this degree this degree and this degree now and treat this and this accordingly I have all yeah. of this now can you treat me right please yeah <laughs> you know what there's this is and maybe this is an unpopular opinion but none of this is going to go away until everybody can acknowledge it fight with it grapple with it and forget about it that's literally not how forget- therapy works not forget about it like it never existed, but just, mm-hmm. okay, we are we are at a place of understanding, reconciliation. We are over. It is done. Move forward. We are going to behave this way from it. Yeah, like therapy, I guess. But you got you to get in it. You got you to acknowledge, acknowledge the yes. problem. They're yeah. saying we don't want to, like if you go, that's like going into a therapist's office and saying, I don't want to acknowledge this because it makes me feel bad. Well, that's the only way you're gonna heal is you gotta go through the so shit can we that just makes move you feel forward. So you yeah. can heal, you dumping it under the rug, you stinking ass. Well, here's the thing: was it? It wasn't until what was it? Bill Clinton that there was a formal apology for 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 slavery. I think I was know. it Bill Clinton. I don't even care I don't about know. that stupid stuff. But I feel like on a government level, sure we have granted citizenship to to black people. We have given them given them. They, they have been rightfully given the, you know, um, the franchise, the right to vote, these types of things. We're trying to create. Ec- um, Could you imagine if we had to get a green card and shit? Like, y'all, y'all didn't but, come here the right way. <laughs> but uh, all these things here's here's Juneteenth. You know, there's a lot of placating. Here's a statue. But can, but can we but can we stop and say slavery was a thing? It was fucked up. These are the the lasting effects of slavery. This is what has been instituted. This is what is happening. Let's all get on the same page. It doesn't mean that you, white person who is 30 years old today, are responsible for it. You're not, re- obviously, you're not, not responsible for it. But there's a benefit and there is a, mm-hmm. whatever the opposite of benefit is, to you and, you know, against a, a Black person because of the way the system was set up. And people like, just can't, can't understand it. They can't uh, intellectualize it, I guess, because they think that it means that they have no problems. No, it means that you have a privilege because of your race. Now your own and personal just acknowledge problems because shitty it's human being you are fault. or whatever, that's you. But it's not your else, fault. Yeah, it's not your fault. You didn't do it. Like you're benefiting from it. Acknowledge it and move on. Nobody's telling you to like go and like bend down on a knee and cry. You, and you become like, a slave. So yeah. We, yeah, it's like not it's serious. not a payback. <laughs> like it's just it's like not. acknowledge, it's just that acknowledge this thing it happens. and let's work together and make it better. Because it's still make going it, on. Yeah. And it's just one of those uncomfortable things. People get too emotional and we can't have a conversation about it. 
Like, I can't wait for you to present those questions to your committee. I want to see what they I'm say. I'm ask. I want to know what, what they'll get mad. Oh, taught. well, she, she makes us feel bad. She asked a question. I'm going to try that next time. Somebody asked me a question. This made me feel well, that's, bad. That's one thing is, is, is a group of, of women. And there's one dad in this, in this committee. Uh-huh. Um, and he's, I think from another country from Italy or something. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. I, I like seeing that diversity. Like we're really trying, like at first I was kind of taken aback by the fact that there was not a lot of diversity on the committee, but they're really trying to figure out, you know, implement curriculum and things like that. Like it's, it's, they're, they're, these women get things done. Um, but it's just a matter of what are we trying to, what's the aim. And I think that that's, that's, are you doing it just to feel good about yourself? Are you actually trying to get results? Like, well, these women work like they're connected. They've been, I mean, a lot of people work to feel good about themselves, but it's like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. What's that? I don't know. As long as for, to me, I don't care if you're doing it just to pat yourself on the back, if it's helping my kid and you're, and you're creating an environment. That's what I meant. Like, is it helping the kids? I don't know. This is new. It's all new. Okay. Um, it's all new, but Colonial, I think they that, don't sound like it's helping nobody, but no, but that, but that's a relic of, of just curriculum that's been here for, I don't know how long I didn't mm-hmm. do no colonial day. Did you, is that new? We didn't do colonial day, but we definitely made turkeys and, and pilgrim hats well, for Thanksgiving and stuff. And st- yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. And that's a whole nother piece that's, that's gotten a lot of controversy lately is, is the way that we're, we're talking about quote unquote Thanksgiving, um, mm-hmm. in schools, um, and I don't have the answers. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe we can talk to somebody who is um, around here, maybe who's indigenous or something and can, and can shed light. And I think that's the way to do it is to bring in people from these communities to say, how can we honor our shared history in a way that is honest, that is yeah. respectful, and that is um, appropriate. I mean, because you can't just keep faking the funk like, hey, we got these hats and then you some yeah. kids make the the feathers or whatever, which is tone deaf. It's confusing for me too, because it's like, okay, you bring in somebody from the community. That person could be finessing, just like, oh, right. well, I mean, I'm we native. Have, exactly. And, Not and one person can represent the whole, exactly. They pay in That's checks, another piece. so let me just get up, get up in there. They don't pay because, you know, I rep- I look like this and they want to, you know, see it. So, yeah. I mean, I'm proud of them for, you know, making a living like that, but also they don't speak for the whole people and they don't even speak for their own tr- tribe or whatever family. So it's yeah. just like, what's the messaging? What's the, what or if there's an organization, get? I'm sure there's organizations. Uh, and even then it's like, mm-hmm. cause then the, who's backing those organizations and like, then it just becomes a whole thing. Then they becomes muted and censored because they can't say anything because they're getting backed by this company or something that doesn't want so them to is, feel bad so is thanksgiving fake what are we celebrating what is what is the celebration of thanksgiving is that gratitude. fake yeah i mean it's become gratitude but like i don't know i never was there never a dinner like did they never come to, was there never a coming together like i don't know the history the slaves made it <laughs> the slaves <laughs> made their food this is before i mean i don't know if there were slaves yet were there i mean this is just not then i'm talking about rock. But that's happened. I mean, it's happened through time. Like, did yeah, it stop? Yeah, start? Making like, that's a, what I meant. serving the dinner and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> but um, yeah, supposedly, I forgot slaves. Well, not even slaves. But black people were here along. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed, <laughs> on, landed on us. <laughs> no, I, I just, I wonder. And this is, this is the weird part. And I think it may be hard for educators. So I have some, some sympathy for them in that respect as a, you know, middle-aged woman, 
born, growing up, whatever, in the United States, educated here in the United States, I don't know our true history. Same. I was, I was taught something. And as an adult, truth is coming out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where to put it, how to place it, what's right, like what, I don't know what really happened. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things where they say, you know, history is, is told or written by the victors, by the whoever, yep. you know, so I, and it's also one of those things, if you go to England, how are they talking about the revolution here? How, are, wh- what is history? Is it all subjective? It's, Let's just it's look, not, up, look at their no, textbooks online and see what they're teaching. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it's almost like when Kellyanne Conway was saying, well, you've got your set of facts and we've got ours. Like, what's That's the true. Facts? There's no reality. We, we always talk about it. it all, why does it, why does everything keep the coming facts? back to this? There is no truth. There's no fact. It's whatever we agree, we agree upon. And so that's why we have war and everything like that. Because sometimes you can't, you can't, that's why we have lawyers. Like I was thinking about that. Lawyers are reality arbiters. They're arbiters of reality because I have my reality. You have yours. This is why you have to sign contracts and stuff because they're also gaslighters. They are. We know the reality. We gonna tell you what you, we want you to believe the reality is. That's what but lawyers like do. People fighting over what they believe to be reality. And then some people Distorting obviously facts. lying. They know that mm-hmm. shit ain't reality. It's just a creative re- uh, mm-hmm. presentation of fact. That's it. Exactly. I'm going to pick what, what works for me. And I feel like that's just what history is. That's what. Mm-hmm. That's all it, everything is. But then how do you, again, it, I'm back know. in my feeling of what is life? Like what? I don't know, but be me up. How... Be me up, please. But this is why we're sitting here talking about CRT and people are, are talking about shooting up schools and parents are talking mm-hmm. about this because they're so up in arms about it because their, their truth and they, they will stick by it is that this isn't like, we're done with this race is, 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 is stupid. I mean, what, what was Joe Rogan talking about the other day that came up? I don't know that we've addressed that on the podcast yet. No, Joe no, Rogan, didn't bring that up. Joe Rogan, um, a while ago said some stuff about why we have, why do we have, you know, we don't have black people here. Black people are, are Africans, dark skin. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole concept of race is, is BS. And I agree on that point. Like, can we just, uh, uh, we will never get there, but I mean, the concept of race is garbage. Like it's just a way to keep people in their place. Exactly. You get it. And then Condoleezza Rice, Rice said, the way we're talking about race is that it either seems so big that somehow white people now have to feel guilty for everything that happened in the past. Like, who said that? I like, don't why know. Why are you saying that? I don't the think it's very productive. I hear, the only people I hear talking about white people feeling guilty about it is white people. And people like Condoleezza Rice. Well, I don't think it's very productive. <laughs> this is Yahoo News. I don't think that's very productive or black people feel disempowered by a race. That doesn't make any sense. I would like black kids to be completely empowered to know they are beautiful in their blackness. But in order to do that, I don't have to make a white kids feel bad for being white. Like, why, why are you saying they always do this? Like how, how is the one thing making the, like, how is it's pie. empowering? A, exactly. It's pie. It makes, it hurts my If head. I'm going to make this black kid feel good, that means I have to take something from the white kid. Mm-hmm. Why can't all children just be beautiful and be happy and, and, and low blessings? You know what I mean? Like it's pie. The little white kid shouldn't feel bad. Why can't black right? be like, beautiful Am too? I going to feel bad about some uh, warrior who killed somebody in my tribe? Like, no, nah. it's things have happened. This is, yeah, I'm over it. And she's sitting here, a mammy. And that's a, oh, that's sh- a quintessential mammy. You sitting here, Stanley, <laughs> like, oh, the white kid shouldn't feel bad. 
that's not even I oh, it hurts I, my head. I don't know that I know anybody that I'm, <laughs> I'm still friends with um, <laughs> that has the opposing viewpoint to talk about here. Who has? I mean, I can think of yeah, a few people, but they wouldn't with, come how on the can pod. I associate with somebody like that. <laughs> I mean, but that it's. I don't understand. I don't understand how you can't if if you're and I'm coming from a mom perspective now as a parent, mm-hmm. white kid, black kid, whatever kid, how you can be upset about your little white child feeling bad about slavery without giving thought to what a black parent feels like with a black child. Does black kids remember have a higher pain threshold? They don't have any feelings. We've talked about this, you know, these are the, but I feel like, but I feel like that's, I feel like that's something that is, I, I honestly feel like this is not an intentional in my mind. I'm saying white kids are better as a white parent. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I don't feel think like so. This is, yeah. I think I feel like part- this is something that they, are refusing to acknowledge within themselves. This is something ingrained in people. You are conscious bias or whatever they call yeah, it. Yes. Yeah. It's not conscious. Why are we so hurt by white children's pain and not by black children's pain? Because black kids have a higher pain threshold and don't feel pain. Remember? Or are they still not people? Do you know what that I mean? Too. Like it's, uh, I feel just feelings. And it's I, just upsetting. And it's, Some. There's no, there's no solution. Yeah. And there is no, we can talk and talk and talk, but the powers that be are the powers that be. There's nothing that's going to change and not in our lifetime. So because, I don't know. because it's, it's such a stain on this country that it's not something you can wash away ever. Mm-mm. It is what it is. And there's no, it, it's so ugly. It's just, disgu- like, I, I mean, know. it was like, and it's kind of like as disgusted as I am about the meat industry. And I know people get mad when you compare it, like the meat industry to slavery. But it's like they just threw like treated bodies like nothing. It's the same idea. Like these are breathing, warm blooded bodies treated like nothing. People pillaged through them, raped them, killed them, like treated like not a human being, separated them. And then you wonder why we don't have it together. We're supposed to just pull our pants up and just go on about our business like nothing ever happened. That's just like. And then you brought up a good piece of history that is not being taught is that we did pull ourselves up from our bootstraps. We created a lot of townships, like a lot that. of successful businesses, successful areas, and mm-hmm. no, you can't have but it. But we do it. Yep. And you can't have it. We're going to yep. we're gonna burn your town down. We're going to come through and we're going to, I don't care if you did it or not, we're going to lynch yeah. your men. We're going like, to rape your woman. We're going to kill your children. We're going to rape your children. A time to kill exactly. that movie. Ooh. <laughs> And getting away with it, right? That was the first time I saw my dad tear up. He would, I, I, could you imagine that's your baby girl? Tell me you're not going to go after those guys. And the people, the way they go into the houses. I mean, I don't know. It just stinks. And it's like, we need to make a commune or an island. I don't know. But I want, I don't want nothing to do with this. I am so over it because it's like you can talk and talk, but there's nothing's going to change. And then people are like protesting or doing all of these different things, but they're not really getting any kind of result. Maybe they're getting some funding. Wait, wait, where's the actual result? Philly, they gun crazy over here, killing each other. And it's like I don't now know how I've changed the narrative. Now I've internalized it. Now I'm becoming the the master. Like I'm becoming the killer of my people. I've internalized. Like it's like a person. Think of a person. Okay. Mm-hmm. You met somebody, they're about, let's see, 
we'll say like black people for the United States, given how old the United States is and how old slavery is, we'll say we're like a 50 year old. So a 50 year old person, like, and I'm walking around, I was raped. My, I was separated from my family. I tried to get myself together and then they burn everything down and rape me again. They could just come in the house and rape me whenever they wanted to. Then the, uh, they took my man and put him in jail and all this stuff and or set it up him. where he, he couldn't get a job if he were in jail, but he had to go to jail. And so, and now you're telling me, oh, just put on your bootstrap, just go on about like, that's a fucked up person. Like if they don't deal with all of that stuff, they're going to, you know, not have, like, they're going to have to have some therapy. They're going to have to have some faith, some support. kind of mental something support. Like, it's like, you can't just expect this person to just pull on their pants and just call, pull up their pants and call it a day. But that's what the, the American way is supposed to be. You're supposed to just pull pull on your pants, put on your big girl pants. Damn, where your pants at? I was like, you say <laughs> pants. I was like, who, who out here not wearing any pants? <laughs> Poo. <laughs> <laughs> pull up your pants i feel like if we can't get to a point of of agreement on some simple basic things like slaves were not allowed mm -hmm. to read you were not allowed to educate yourself if you were caught reading or trying to teach yourself to read you were punished severely or you were killed mm -hmm. for reading then fast forward to emancipation fast forward to hey you can vote but only if you can pass this literacy test. Mm -hmm. And they, fa they found all That's these the tests. That's the stuff I'm talking about. And now they're that... doing it in districts. Yes. In the voter rights and all of this. That's the whole point. If you can't look at those basic facts and realize how fucked up, even the solutions, hey, you get to vote, but, you know, nobody did anybody any favors, first of all. This mm -hmm. is still, everything had to be fought for tooth and nail, fighting, fighting, fighting for it. And now they're talking about, we're going to roll this back. We're going to create other, it doesn't say no black people, you cannot vote. It says you must read first, but you're not going to get to learn how to read. They're, they're finessing this. They're creating mm -hmm. these laws that make it look like there's equality, but they're, they're, they're failing to highlight or they're geniusly masking the racial inequality in the law. Mm -hmm. And if you are white or black and don't see it, you need to look a little closer because these laws are disproportionately affecting black people. And if you and want you know to know what? why, it's not black people's fault. It's the this people is who the, wrote the law. This is another dumb argument I keep hearing that CRT means that black people can't achieve anything. And can't. it's like, duh, can't. Like, well, oh, you can't if, you're, if the can't. law is against you and you've been put in jail for stuff that white people this, don't get put in jail they, for. They try to say they made black. I remember that now. They said black made black kids feel bad too because it makes it look like they can't achieve anything because of all this history, racial history and everything. And it's like, okay, y'all are going too far. And it just reminds me how much I hate people. I just want to go into a shell and never come out. Well, that part to me is highlighting where parents are failing. If this is the case, it's true. You know what? You do have a harder road ahead mm -hmm. of you because there are laws. If you get caught with some weed and little uh, Brett gets caught with some weed or whatever, yeah, you're going to be going away for a lot longer. Prison, yeah. Okay? And he may get suspension or some kind of, not suspension, but um, some kind of probation and some stuff, community service, mm -hmm. whatever. 
that's the reality. Sentencing is a lot heavier for black people, black men, than it is for white men. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. So I can understand little black boy or little black girl, why you would feel that way. And little white kid, I can understand too, why you would feel a certain way. If somebody said a lot of the things you have in your life, you have because historically, you know, you, you have an advantage. I get it. It's hard to grapple with, but as a parent, you need to sit, sit down with your child, put the phone down, turn off the TV and have conversations about this. And you need to have conversations that let them know this is not your fault. Mm -hmm. This is a a shitty situation. Mommy and daddy are working to make it better for you. And you're going to grow up and work and make it better for your kids. Like, why are we not having this? We're not stuck. We shouldn't feel stuck. But that's the thing. You, you do. People aren't, they, people aren't bought in. So those parents are probably out working hard every mm-hmm. day, you know, trying to make a living. And they're like, what the, like, this sucks. Like, what do you mean I'm privileged? Like, they're like, this shit sucks. And they it's don't not understand about money it. either. They don't it's get not it. It's not always yeah. about money. It's like, but here credit, in America, like it's, almost, it's always about money. It's like a credit. It's like you get credit without it doing is, anything. It's, it's just its own currency. Existing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just it's get its credit just currency. for existing. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to just walk on in. You've gotten this credit. And pe- I don't think people understand it. The not having to, that's a perfect way to put it. You don't have to prove anything. Mm-mm. Take it, take it back to finding a, a black female SCOTUS nominee nominee. Oh, that's a big thing. Let them know. When Tell they said Amy they Coney Barrett, Joe Biden. Like, is she qualified? Joe Biden promised to get uh, to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. He promised it to do his campaign. And then he reaffirmed that uh, recently during his presidency as Justice Breyer is retiring. And so Mm -hmm. now there will be a vacancy that will be filled by a black woman. But the response to it, no, the the response to it. Who is that? Is that that uh, one hour judge? Right. But nobody was like, is she qualified as a white woman? Did she qualify? No, but you say you're going to, you're going to nominate a black woman. Well, we need to find a qualified one. Yeah. Like there aren't any, the, the, like the way that it's spoken about qualified. A lot of people said she wasn't because of the amount the of time. time she spent yeah. on the bench, not because she was a white woman Yeah, or exactly. a woman, but here, because they haven't nobody, even picked anyone and they're already nobody's saying she's even not qualified. Said any, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So that's the, having to prove yourself. Yep. Like, yep. damn, you don't even know me. And I got to prove myself because you mm-hmm. already think I don't know anything. And I'm just tired of it. Like, I just try not to interact with people as much as possible. I don't want to be in these racist spaces. I don't want to be around racist spaces. unconscious bias and that's everywhere, though. stuff. I know. That's so what I'm trying to stay in my, and you I can't don't even stay in the what? house. If you need services and you're going to have to reach out to somebody who probably hates, hates you, you know, it's just like, oh, it's the frustrating part to me. And I see this everywhere. Um, I see it in Jewish communities. I see it in, in, in uh, Chinese. I did some, some research for my law professor on Chinese American, the Chinese Exclusion Act and stuff, everything mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Um, but I see it in the Chinese communities. Most, most immigrant communities start off this way. Italians were like this, uh, Irishmen, whatever. Um, I don't know if it's Irishmen, Irish. Ooh, little Irishman. Uh, no, Irishmen. I, I don't know. I'm thinking the of the Irishman. Song. They used to say that. I don't know. That's racist. You can't I, that, say the C-man yeah, either. I'm not trying you can't to do say that either. <laughs> the, the who? The other one. You can't say anything, man. Like a country and the man. After. Oh, no. I, I'm thinking of... Um, Englishman. I think that's still acceptable. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I know you can't say C-man or whatever. But, but <laughs> in all of these though. communities, in all these communities, they've kind of come together, created their own little commerce and support 
and wealth within those communities. Now I, I see why. Say, I didn't I don't want to say it. wealth, but I see that that that's something that's being worked upon in I black. Love it. I mean, we've talked about like different entrepreneurial uh, programs for black women, mm. things like that, but I hate that that's how we have to do things because and it, and if you're not seeing this picture, you've got a Chinese community building itself up. You've got a Jewish community mm. building itself up. You've got black communities trying to build themselves up because Overall, America is a white community. I never built up on itself. I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna even lie. When I grew up, I used to hate that. I like, why do they have a Chinatown? Why do they have little Tokyo? Why do they have this? And I was like, the food is box. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you go to get the good. Because I grew up in the military, so I grew up around everybody, and I'm like, that was Mm. such a like. I feel so lucky to have grown up around people and to hear some of that bullshit at a young age to kind of understand like different perspectives and things. And I never understood. I'm like, why are they living segregated? Now I see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the that sounds like heaven to me. To be not to say that I'm trying to segregate, but to to build up your own communities, build up your own commerce, set your own rules, right? As much as you can, because there's always going to be that invisible hand. There's always going to be that. But as much as you can. But that's a way to establish a community, especially mm-hmm. an immigrant community. And, and power. We, we weren't immigrants, but, you know, it, it's like we're moving backwards. Like we came here or we were brought here. And then oh, Ben Carson said for, we were immigrants. So I, can, I have a hard time believing he's a neurosurgeon. Like he does not have the. That got to be affirmative to me, action. To, yeah. <laughs> I see like, why I they can't stand affirmative action. I wouldn't want him operating on my brain. He doesn't see I wouldn't want him in my space. He is know. married to a black woman, though. Period, poop. Ha. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> feel bad for her. Right? Like. Um, uh, but just bringing it back, CRT is not taught in schools, y'all. It is not something that is taught to your children. So cut the BS, calm down. And raise your kids. I think at the end end of the day, I hate that saying, but at the end of the day, you are the parents. That is the job that you took up when you had a kid is to raise your kid with the values or whatever you want. And you got to go do it. Raise your damn kids. Teach them how to be in this world. You don't know everything. As things come up, Deal, you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to learn something too, probably, mm-hmm. but you can't have brat. I'm sick of this American brat Nick culture. Oh, what is that? You can't have people. Oh, I feel bad. I can't teach it. Somebody, Tommy feels bad. Can't teach it to the whole. <laughs> Damn Tommy. <laughs> you know, so F all of y'all and uh, goodbye. <laughs> I guess that's it y'all. <laughs> any, any last words? <laughs> I think you did it. That's it. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Girls Shooting the Shit with M and Mo. Please enjoy this mindful moment. You can give a person knowledge, but you can't make them think. Some people want to remain fools only because the truth requires change. Thank you.